If you haven't had a chance to pick up my book, It's About Damn Time, or you have the physical version or the ebook version, but not the audio version, listen to the next five minutes. Pick up the audio version at itsaboutdamntime.com. Thanks. Penguin Random House Audio presents It's About Damn Time. How to Turn Being Underestimated into Your Greatest Advantage by Arlen Hamilton with Rachel L. Nelson. This is the author, Arlen Hamilton. To my mother, Mrs. Erlene Butler Sims, The Real San Sebastian. Introduction From Food Stamps to Fast Company Ascending an escalator in a hotel I couldn't afford to stay in, I said to myself, you are a venture capitalist. You are a venture capitalist. I had no home, no money, certainly no investment capital. Yet I knew that was what I needed to say to myself. In order to become, I needed to be. I was sleeping on the floor of the San Francisco airport nearby. I came to this hotel to get a change of scenery and stay until they kicked me out. Then it would be back to the airport with my suitcase and backpack, back to the hard floor down from the virgin check-in desk, rolled up jeans under my head for a pillow. I told myself, you are a venture capitalist, as I checked my emails on the airport's free Wi-Fi, as I avoided the security people on their segways, as I sent out yet another email asking for funding. I was still spending days and nights at the airport when I wrote my blog post, Dear White Venture Capitalists, if you're reading this, it's almost too late, which went viral in a matter of hours, but still left me with no investors. It's been nearly five years since then, and now it's not just my staunch self-belief telling me I'm a venture capitalist. I literally am the founder and managing partner of Backstage Capital, a multi-million dollar investment fund. I've invested in 130-plus startups with founders who are underestimated in the same way as I was. Founders who identify as people of color, women, LGBTQ, or, if they're as lucky as I am, all three. In October 2018, I was the first black female non-celebrity to grace the cover of Fast Company magazine. In 2012, before I had even heard of the investment asset class called Venture Capital, before I was sharing hotel rooms with my mom, before I was homeless and sleeping in airports, in Airbnbs and on friends' couches, I was a budding production coordinator in the live music industry, working for artists such as CeeLo Green, Jason Derulo, and Tony Braxton. I'd been at that level for just over a year when I started noticing that the successful people I looked up to, such as Ellen DeGeneres, Ashton Kutcher, and Troy Carter, Lady Gaga's manager at the time, were getting involved financially in the tech startup scene. I wondered why those successful people with exciting lives and careers were spending so much time in a place called Silicon Valley, making bets on tiny companies no one had ever heard of. I was intrigued by what the draw could be, so I started doing what I always do when I'm curious about something. I dived in, asking questions and researching. After that, I started reading books, any and all that I could get my hands on, about startups, venture capitalism, and investing. I had the bug. From the outside, the world of startups, venture capital, angel investors, and limited partners, the institutions and individuals who invest in venture funds, 
looked like a meritocracy. That was what attracted me to it, and I'm sure it's what attracts a lot of people. The narrative around successful startups always seems to follow a pattern of rags to riches. You hustle, grind, pull all-nighters, give your best every day, and finally, success arrives. As someone who has always been vision-focused, who has always had big ideas and small resources, I became obsessed with this industry. I wanted to know everything about it, and so I followed the money trail and taught myself everything there was to know. Along the way, I learned some disappointing statistics. For one thing, 90% of venture funding was going to white men. That's a huge amount of money, given that tens of billions of dollars are deployed in venture investments each year. It means that 10% of venture capital is split unequally among all of the other types of people in society. As a black gay woman who had been excited to enter the exciting world of innovation as an entrepreneur, I was more than disappointed to discover that something that had been sold to me as a meritocracy was actually a microcosm of the worst of society's biases. I knew when I saw those statistics that the mythology around Silicon Valley was basically a lie because ingenuity, hard work, hustle, grit, and innovation aren't traits that are prevalent only in the straight white male population. 